Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers' chest hair, baby. And if you grew some winter man tits, the least you can do is make sure they're hairless. Because the ladies love those hairless titties, believe you me. It's time to get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. We are recording, senor. Oh, yeah. I didn't think I was going to make it here. I don't think I was going to make it here. Mimosas running deep. Oh, that's a different reason. Because I was at the airport, multiple airports, for over a day. Oh. Anyway, no. American Airlines, if you're here, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, lick my fucking ass crack. Y'all threw me through a doozy. <laughs> Let's get this shit started. <laughs> Fuck you, American. Spirit Airlines for life. And we're yeah. going to do this in three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris... What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Franchise Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Good. I'm a little tired, though, but good. And happy um, post Cinco de Mayo. How did you and your family celebrate? Uh, you know, we do what uh, every traditional Mexican family does. Uh, we harvested some rice and beans, you know, and you know, yeah. <laughs> all the traditional things that my family does, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and you you like to layer the floor of your car with tortilla chips because it's, yes. it's, it's tradition. <laughs> it's tradition. <laughs> what about to break the tradition? You know what I mean? It's like you know? the whole thing. Uh, we do the taco eating contest at noon. Good. It's, it's a whole thing. You know what? You don't want to miss the. You beat the pinata, <laughs> yeah. but your cousin's <laughs> named pinata, and it's really sad. It's yeah, special it's needs. Really sad. Yeah. He owes me forty bucks, man. He still hasn't paid, so you know, sometimes you got to show him a message. <laughs> but uh, I am drinking. Uh, you know, this is made somewhere in America. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, I love Coronas. You know, they don't sponsor us. So maybe I shouldn't show it. <laughs> I'll no. quickly, I'll quickly flash it to the screen. That's so you my can favorite choice. choice. It's great. It's great. Uh, I just, I'm I was thinking. just a brunch with Julie's friends. So, ah, oh, cool as light. Cool light. Know that we trash. don't have any problem with Bud Light on the podcast, despite all the controversy. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, we don't hate trans people here. <laughs> no, I have a lot of trans friends. And can I just make a statement for America to hear? Some of my trans friends are some of the most beautiful women in the history of the world. To be, to be fair, when you say things like, uh, I have trans friends, it's kind of like, you know, no, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. 
So you're thinking, you know. No, in the in the queer community, we have. I'm just saying. In the queer community, we have friends all over the spectrum, and like I just don't understand why people are so crazy. I mean, like, I don't know, like, trans or not, like people are people. I just don't understand the controversy. I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't, I wish someone could explain it to me. They're like. Oh my gosh, this person identifies this way. Okay, well, your kids are like mass shooters and, and no one's dogging you. I mean, hello, come on. <laughs> Middle America, get it together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, three and a half minutes into the show and here we are. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, take a sip of this. Uh, Cheers, program. man. Oh, oh look. Go O's. Oh, say, can you see? All right, all right. <laughs> this is what happens when Seymour has a mimosa for the show. <laughs> Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call us Mario after the show, not during. Oh, you might. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my mind just went. Check this out. At LAX, I had some edibles in my bag. <laughs> and the first well, time. You do it. He, he said on the show you were going to do it. You brought him. <laughs> I. I had a lot of stuff. So the first time with the security, no one bat an eyelash, right? And I try to make sure that I'm in a TSA line where the people at the computer are younger. I just assume that they give more leeway. Right. And so the second time, because I had to go to the a hotel and I come back the next day. And um, the second time, they flagged my book bag and I was like sweating. I'm like, oh shit. I have like two, maybe three hundred dollars worth of edibles. So I got presents for my mom, my dad, you know, friends of mine. It's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. And what got flagged was my Manscaped products, all all the liquid goodness. <laughs> and the guy took out some of my like edibles and was like, ah, hey, they were so cool about it, LAX. And then when I I had a transfer to um. Uh, O'Hare in Chicago on a connecting flight and I was a little bit nervous but for the most part when you fly you don't have to go through TSA again from, in most cases right, right. So just, like, oh thank god but I was I've, I was really sweating this is the most um, cannabis I've ever can I get arrested for saying this on the air I may wow, or may man. not I allegedly <laughs> may or may not have brought cannabis Back to the East Coast because LA has the best stuff. They had a deal. One day it was like half off all these sour gummies and I just went ballistic. This is how it all starts. I know. First they blame the system. Then they break the Amazing. law. America. Chris Moore is the criminal. The Rated PG-13. Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But seriously, get him, TSA. This is, he confessed right on the air. I'm putting this uh, right out for you to do. <laughs> Don't let him white privilege his way out of this one. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about some, pri- some white privilege later today. But I think yeah, first you had some, some really interesting articles you found. Honestly, I feel like uh, this, we're kind of starting the show in a weird, chaotic way. And it kind of works for me because uh, uh, we're going to talk some dirty news first. And this is funny because it is news. Uh, but Pornhub has black access in Utah, you guys. Uh, 
This just came one day before a new state age verification law was uh, was supposed to come into effect, uh, where basically the law would require porno websites to verify the user's age each time that they use the website uh, by using IDs. It's kind of ridiculous. So Utah residents who went to uh, get their morning jerk jerk uh, <laughs> on Pornhub this week saw this video message featuring uh, this adult film actress who you know, I'm not personally familiar with. Wink, wink. <laughs> Sherry DeVito. <laughs> she said, while safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users, she said. So, uh, yeah, people in Utah can't jerk it at Pornhub anymore. You know what? Part of me, it's like, wah, wah, wah. They act like that's the only means to, like, jacking off. You got, like, X videos. <laughs> that's true. I mean, you got PornMD. You, you got, got porn. You porn's a great one. I that's like Tube8. <laughs> You can uh, just Google your favorite porn star and then click on videos, and there's a smorgasbord of like spank bank material. Yeah, or you can Google Simo's mom. You can see the Facebook group I created. It just never, never mind. Simo's yeah, she's. I <laughs> mean, she's basically They're an athlete, there. if you ask me. I mean, but it's a big move because a lot of people saw this. It's it's a good protest, in my opinion, and it is one of the big ones. You know what I mean? It's like the it's like the McDonald's of porn. Being like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here, Utah. So, I don't know. And we talk, we made fun of Utah here on the show quite a bit. So I just, but you know what though, I, I feel like the average Utah resident is probably more interested in the illegal kitty porn. I knew that you were going to go there. I knew. I think that. That's why I didn't. I was waiting for it so much. And I had so much faith in you as a co-host that you would go there. That I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to touch it. I'm just going to say it. Listen. <laughs> it's like you can't you can't look at, at Pornhub, yet you can marry a 14-year-old. Utah, y'all are backwards. I don't care who. I'm going to get a lot of complaints about this. I don't give a flying fuck. It is fucking weird that you can marry a 14-year-old. Are you asking the kid for ID? <laughs> Is that kid showing ID before they get married each time? Because I don't think so. Ugh, I don't think so, Utah. Awful. So, but and plus that's weird. I, I can't imagine literally putting in my ID every time you log into Pornhub. You know what I mean? But it's, it's just people, Utah. Who cares about Utah? You're never gonna be in Salt Lake City. You know what I mean? Unless you're the Sundance Film Festival. They started it. They started Pornhub. Just you know, just getting back at them. For starting bullshit laws, which I give them all the credit in the world to do it. They know there's enough people all over the world jacking off on their website. Their confidence, they're wanting to stick. If you know but you know what, though? Porno sales, because you can still order pornos on a DVD, those are going to skyrocket. They can say, you know what? This is a lot of hassle. I'm just going to order a bunch of DVDs and just have, you know, my own arsenal of beat off material. <laughs> It's going back back to the olden days. Yeah. Maybe magazines under the bed all stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, why does it go from page 23 to 64? I'm at my parents' oh, house. I, I found one and it broke in half. <laughs> <laughs> 
snap. <laughs> Drop it. It's glass. <laughs> shatter. <laughs> My magazine shattered. I mean, shattered. <laughs> <laughs> All, I watched up. all my dreams shatter, <laughs> one after another. <laughs> oh God! And then the second story, uh, which somehow still penis related, just because it's great. The second story is Chris is drinking a beer through a straw <laughs> because he misses his husband that much. <laughs> yeah, doesn't the beer get all fizzy on the way up the straw? I can't drink out of a can because I cut my lip. My lips are still numb from all the surgeries I've had. Uh, <laughs> why don't you pour it in a cup? I thought about it. But I was afraid I spilled on my laptop. So I was like, mm, they're not. But my nose keeps running. I, I actually, I can't really tell. I keep touching it to see if it's... People think I'm on coke, but it's just... It's just residual effects from a nose job. Oh my God, I've got so much stuff done to my face. I still don't like Brad Pitt. I don't understand. <laughs> That's, uh, anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You have a second article, and I'm the most excited about this one. Uh, so we all know that uh, King Charles was officially crowned king uh, these last couple of years. <laughs> king <However>, ears. Yes. <laughs> uh, somebody... You know, which I, I got to give him credit. This is a pretty damn good prank, especially because they must have been security watching that place all night. Uh, residents in the area uh, woke up on Thursday morning to a giant dick cut into the into the grass. And I have to say, that's a pretty perfect, pretty perfect penis. I mean, the dimensions the and the, the symmetry is really stunning. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of artwork if you think about it. It's, it's like, you know, when they do the crop circles, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, who did aliens do that? I feel like I feel like this is a clear cut case of alien technology because that's that's a pretty damn good penis. Like you said the symmetry. It really is. It's good. It's good for one guy to just do that on their own. I'm yeah. Just and so party was a little confused with the backlash because Europeans are very cultured and they like art. And that is a beautiful specimen of art. So I feel uh, like they yeah. should really give some leeway. All their statues naked. All of them. All of them. For With some reason, there's, there's just dick galore. Yeah. Like they, well, <laughs> I guess that's a debate for the question of uh, art uh, and artists out there. Uh, you know, do you want to go with your flaccid model or do you want to give them like a rock hard bone? So like, <laughs> yeah. like imagine with the statue of David. <laughs> Just a massive reaction. He's like, "Hey, maybe he'd be smiling." And then, that's a, that's why he looks so sad. And, it, and then it wouldn't just be a sculpture; it would also be a coat rack. It would be. <laughs> it would have another function. You know, the standard of beauty has changed a lot. And over the years, it was like, at one point, I guess in the '90s, it was like a bunch of like white girls that were really skinny and shapeless. And now, like, the standard of beauty in America is, like, big lips, long eyelashes, and a huge ass. You know what I mean? But back in the day, there was a lot of full-figured women that yeah. were um, painted or sculpted. And I don't understand because there's always exceptions. But the average big lady has big boobs. Right. They got a lot of big ladies with little knockers. I just don't understand how that happened. Well, here's the thing. Back then, uh, the sign of power for women was having money 
and money buys you food. Uh, now, the sign of power for women is also money, but money buys you cocaine. It keeps you skinny. So then, you know. Yeah, but can those women had cocaine available to, that'd be hella skinny. Can you explain why these healthy <laughs> bitches have little tatters? It doesn't make sense. It defies concept. I feel like that's defies con- con- science. I feel, I feel like that's artist uh, renderings, maybe. You know what I mean? I feel like that's edited. I feel <laughs> like, 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 like Photoshop. You know what I mean? You look at a Kardashian picture on Instagram. Half the time it's Photoshop. I feel like that's just, you know, you know, it's like, ah, delete some of the booby. It looks kind of funny, you know? <laughs> da Vinci, Da Vinci, those knockers are taking over the whole picture. <laughs> I feel like one of the perks of being a big girl is having some big ass fucking fun bags. And these women back in the day, supposedly didn't have those fun bags so like what's I mean, times are tough this is why i'm no, gay no. No, I mean, this is no. why i'm gay <laughs> i was in i was in um european history class and i was like that gross i'm gonna eat a dick that's exactly what happened i chose his <laughs> lifestyle and yes it is a lifestyle yes yes he totally come at me bro <laughs> come at me florida up. DeSantis, uh, come at me. I'm gonna suck your dick too, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of drunk, yeah, right. Uh, DeSantis, if you're uh, listening to this, Simo tells you to bring in the white boots. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, Simo. Anyways, (laughs) to get to it, Mr. Mo, because we have ourselves. Uh, quite a fun topic, I guess. I feel like there's a reason why we don't always drink in the pot anymore, but this one must uh, was a must drink to do because uh, we're gonna talk about celebrity DUIs, folks. Because fuck, man, we were talking about this off air. A lot of our favorite celebs have had some really hilarious DUIs. You wouldn't even think about it, but that's what we're here to talk about today. I'm going to tell you the fun ones. I'm going to tell you the wacky ones. I'm going to tell you the outrageous ones, the the privileged ones, the ones that were, make you think, huh? So many of them. We're going to have a good time here. Oh, yeah. Let's get, let's get, let's get boogie. Let's get woogie. I don't know. Kind of tipsy now. <laughs> 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 let's get fun. But not like, you know, not, I guess we should say this before we get to it. Uh, DUIs aren't fun. Don't drink and drive, you guys. Get an Uber. But other than Don't that. Don't get drunk, guys. Get naked. Yeah. Well, you can get drunk and get naked as long as the people around you give you consent. That's like a typical Thursday for me. Don't give you. you know. Do you need to get people's consent for you to get naked? I mean, if you're doing it in front of them, I think you should. What if you're at your own house, though? So you're saying, like, you invite your boss for dinner, right? And just sitting there, da 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 da, eating the fucking meatloaf or whatever. Uh-huh. And then in the middle of fucking dinner, you just get butt naked. I say I'm hot. You don't mind? This is my house, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to get a page out of Louis C.K.'s book because I really look up to him as a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gave him the power on stage. <laughs> why? Why can't? Why can't I beat my dick in front of strangers? I just don't understand. <laughs> Someone explain it. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. But anyways, uh, we have one on this list that's a little bit of an honorable mention, just because we have spoken about it on the show before. Uh, that's our buddy Kevin Hart, our buddy Opal. You know, yeah. 
totally knows who we are and everything. Yeah, he's really tiny. <laughs> he calls out the rag. He's like, oh, Carlos, Chris, what's up, buds? You yeah. guys want to hang out? And we're like, I guess we're kind of busy, Kevin Hart, but, you know. <laughs> he says, I'm going to an event, but because of my height, I need a chaperone. <laughs> and we say, sure, we'll be your parents. <laughs> there's, there's such a resemblance. Why not? We're basically twins. Uh, so I'm, I'm a foot and a half taller. Okay, go ahead. But he was charged for the DUI, and honestly, around 4.30 a.m., April 14th, 2013, in Los Angeles, California. And let me tell you, people, 4.30 a.m. driving anywhere, you're looking to get pulled over. So that's probably not the wisest time to be out there uh, boozing. But, uh, yeah, he failed a bunch of sobriety tests. And... uh, the female passenger that he was with was sent in a, sent home in a cab. He was taken to jail, released several hours later. And then, you know, he uh, he kind of made a joke about it on Twitter, which he probably should have, you know, uh, owned up to it a little more. He said, I'm officially a thug. Spent six hours in jail last night. I got pulled over three blocks from my house by a dighead cop. This cop is the worst. He knew who I was and make, wanted to make an example of me. Uh... However, to be fair, he then later said, some real shit, drinking and driving is not a game or laughing matter. People have lost their lives because of stupid shit like this. It's a wake-up call for me. I have to be smarter. Last night wasn't. Everything happens for a reason. So I'm sure his publicists were like, God damn it, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm sure. But also, the cop is probably like, this car is swerving. I don't see any head over the, <laughs> the front seat. Who's driving this is vehicle? Is this a ghost driving? Oh my That's god, is that <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Uh you know, and <laughs> and I have to say, have you ever had the have you ever had a field sobriety test done on you? I had. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was maybe three blocks also from my parents' house at the time. Uh and and here's the thing I had at that particular time, I was at a party that got busted. And this was like three weeks before my 21st birthday. I had a sip of beer and a game of beer pong. because I wasn't really drinking that night. And, but so I blew like a point Oh two, but I passed the field sobriety test. And then he gave me the breathalyzer. I was like, man, if you're going to do this all along, why don't you have me do the fucking yeah. field sobriety test? Like what? And so then I got a fucking ticket and at least I don't have to go to jail or anything. Cause I was still below the legal limit, but since I was under 21 above the legal limit of anyone underage, but I was like, man, I'm turning 21 in three weeks. Like, look at my ID. And he's like, well, you should have waited three weeks. Like, yeah. Fine. But I'm sure that cop when he was 18 was like, yeah, get the hot mess, you know. It's like, come on. I um, I got, I had a field sobriety test a few times, but the first time was my first <laughs> arrest, and um, they and I was so mouthy and wasted, and I was like, "You're gonna be sorry," because my mom, my mom is a judge, and they're oh. like, "Oh yeah, what's her name?" And I was like, "Judy." <laughs> and then like i was in the back of the paddy wagon and they were the other guys were like your mom's a judge should she get us out of here i was like shh no she's a preschool teacher don't blow my cover (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 
yes, uh, Judge Judy, totally Simo's Simo's mom. <laughs> well, she might have seen her. <laughs> my next one we've also talked about on the call, but on on the pod before. This is the first but, official one on the list. Kevin Harvey is an honorable mention. Yes, but this one I guess is a pseudo first official one because we had discussed it. But I just wanted to mention it again because I just love this story so much. So on April 19, 2013, Atlanta, Georgia, occurred one of my favorite moments in history. Uh, no, I'm not talking about anything political or anything in American history that we learned in school. I'm talking about when Reese Witherspoon and her husband got pulled over. Her husband's mm-hmm. name is Jim Toth. I guess it was. Aren't they divorcing or something? I don't yeah, know. I think they're, they're getting divorced. So Jim talks. You guys, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is single. Hey, lucky me. Let me tell you, Reese, to... give me a call. I'm here on the Fat Pat Podcast. Julie's a big fan. I don't think she'll mind too much, uh, as long as we cast her in some shit too. Give us a call here, and Simo, he's gay and all, but you know, he uh, he likes Joe. He eats some, some in no hands still. So give us a call here. Yeah. Or follow us at the Fat Chat Podcast uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Just slide into our DMs. We'll call you back, Reese. We'll call you back. Anyways. <laughs> well, her husband, Toth, Jim Toth, was charged with a DUI. And he, he, he blew like a .139. And most states, the legal limit is .08. And I, I, from my understanding, blood alcohol content, it, it, the percentage is how much percentage alcohol is yeah. in your blood. So if yeah. you have a 0.2, that means that 20%, oh wait, no, a 0.20% of a your point blood. A 0.2 is 20% of your blood. So if he had oh, 0.3, really? he was 30% of his blood, which means he was like a drink or two away from needing like to go to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. I, I went, I almost died. Oh, well, his was 0.139, and yours is point oh, 0.139. How much was yours? Like a 0. 0.4. Oh. <laughs> and I, so and I was in the hospital in like a coma for like a few hours. Like it was like bad. But that's with a 0. 0.13, he's he's pretty drunk. He's not like, he doesn't need to go to the hospital at 0. 0.13, but to he's me, definitely hammered. I don't think that's hammered. too bad. I think 0. 0.08, you can have like half a margarita and be over the legal limit. Like you can drink after yeah, four drinks. Small. I mean, you can drive after four drinks, I think. Yeah, but a guy that big for him to get that much, he probably had like five, six drinks. Oh, maybe. Well, he was swerving and got pulled over rightfully so. And, there you and go. then and then Reese was mouthy and she mm-hmm. said things to the cop like, Are you even a real cop? And she got the car yeah. and he said, get get your ass back in the car and you get out again, you're going to get arrested. So then she says some things like, do you know my name? You're about to do find you know out. I am? And then you're going to be on national news. And he was on national news and he arrested her for disorderly content. Uh, yeah. dis- disorderly content. Conduct. Is that what it's called? Conduct. Dis- disorderly conduct. <laughs> she was arrested for disorderly conduct in a DUI arrest, and she wasn't even the one driving. This is why I love yeah. the world what sometimes. Because she's so privileged and tried to throw her privilege, and the cop was yeah. like, you're an ass. Yeah. And that was, that was disappointing. 
because she's so cool and usually you know she plays all these roles and she's adorable still and it's like you want to you want to think reese wouldn't reese witherspoon wouldn't do something like that but then you see it on tape and god damn it it's like the definition do you know who i am are you even a real cop yeah uh, yeah you're gonna be on tape shut up like yeah shut up uh, that kind of reminds me perfectly of uh the mel gibson arrest which happened in july 2006 yeah and uh in dui charges on dui charges in malibu california a uh and according to the report this is where mel uh made his now famous anti-semitic statements like the jews are responsible for all the wars in the world And other strange remarks, such as asking the cops, what do you think you're looking at, sugar tits? <laughs> and then threatening her with the typical uh, rich guy in power line. I own Malibu. I'm going to fuck you. Uh, the report also says that Mel Gibson threatened to urinate on the floor of the police station and also try to run from the arresting officer. Oh my God, <laughs> he's crazy, Mel Gibson. And here's the thing: the thing that got him away with a lot of stuff early on in his career in America was that he was like known to be like super hot, you know, hot Australian. Uh, but he was—he's been partying, getting into alcohol-related issues his entire career. So maybe why was, wasn't he deported? Everyone else gets deported. Why wasn't he deported? Lethal Weapon 2 was coming out, man, and everybody wanted to see that shit. So. Does he realize that Braveheart is a story? <laughs> Freedom! Okay, Mel, please put your pants back on. Uh, you're going to jail. Yeah, totally. I told you for the third time, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, fuck. And like, how drunk do you have to be? for you to just bring up the Jews into this DUI arrest. Like, what? I know. I I have a feeling that the Jews did not hold him down and make him drink all those fruity cocktails. <laughs> yeah. The, the Jews um, did not tell you to not get that taxi cab, Mel Gibson. That was just you. I just don't understand. I don't understand transphobia and I don't understand anti-Semitism. I just don't get it. It just makes no sense to me. No. Why are people so hateful? He, You know what? I don't necessarily blame him entirely. He must have been raised that way. His parents must suck. But he, was a, he lived in Australia. Are there that many Jews in Australia? Well, I hear like, that what? Australia is kind of racist towards Asian people because that's like the surrounding countries. And but you're so, in the fucking middle of nowhere. You're a goddamn island with nothing around you for like the longest time. Aren't Australians known for being like um, the descendants of like people that didn't pay their debts and things? With that, Australia was founded as a British prison. So <gasps> really? Yeah, it was, was kind of like a British Alcatraz of its, of its kind, but much bigger. Oh, obviously. wow. What about New Zealand? Uh, Same thing? Now, New Zealand's more like a bougie Australia. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah, it's like the Hoboken of New Jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> New Zealand's oh. nice. Seems very pretty. People are, people are, I don't think they're as rough and tough as the ones in Australia. Australians are toughs. 
they're definitely you know there's a lot of cool cities and shit to do but like you, australians as a whole i think are like very tough guys and like you see they're all into like like badass things that are there <laughs> alligators in australia there are right uh, yeah yeah there's all kinds Crocodiles of crazy. and things there's all kinds of crazy. I'm not crazy. interested. You know, that's I, my Steve Irwin got famous. He was so good. He's like, oh my god, look at that! It's a baboon, a hump, and a gorilla having sex with an alligator. I'm gonna go get naked and stick my thumb in all the buttholes, and then he comes rolling around. <laughs> when I was in Florida a couple years ago, someone asked if I wanted to go on like a tour to see alligators, and I was like, no. Oh. Absolutely not. I'd rather watch a video of alligators or the crocodile hunter at home in AC with a drink in my hand. I don't want to be like a few feet away from like a hungry alligator. You killing me? Yeah, fuck White that. people love no, that stuff. Boat. I White saw this dude actually love that and sharks and like anything. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Let's do it. I saw this dude in the middle of the sea on a canoe that was see-through so he could see everything that was going on from under him. It's like, why would you do that? You're in a teeny tiny canoe. So anything could tip you over. It's so easy in the middle of open sea. No, you're asking for it. You fucking people are asking for it. Or people who go in like shark cages and shit, like you're asking for it. So no, I would not want to go see uh, live alligators either. <laughs> like that. I love oh, them too. I think they're super way, interesting yeah. creatures, but I'd rather just watch that. Uh, uh, watch them on TikTok for the safety of my couch. <laughs> oh, well, next on our list, she's not an alligator. She is Nicole Richie. And <laughs> she's actually one of my favorite people because she has she's an great. amazing sense of humor. She's really funny. I yeah. think she's adorable. She's and, on that uh, show uh, where, ah, fuck, what is it? News Now, I think is the name of the show. Uh, and, and she basically pays like a, uh, like a bitchy reporter, like the like the OMG type reporter who like usually reports on like celebrity gossip and stuff. And she is phenomenal. That was the first time I seen her act, other than you know like celebrity uh, uh, stuff that she did with with Paris Hilton. Yeah, it's, it's reality TV, so she's playing herself, but it's still you know. Uh, but the, God, she was great. So uh, big fan, Nicole Richie. I adore her, and so. In 2002, she was arrested for a fight in a nightclub, and then she went to rehab uh, the following year after she was arrested for driving with a revoked license and in possession of heroin. Damn. Uh, she was given three years probation. So when, when, you, when you're doing heroin, I mean, when you're injecting anything, that I mean, that's pretty serious. So I'm glad she got some help. I was very sad to hear that because I like her so much. So I'm glad that she doesn't do that anymore. But... In December 2006, she got a DUI um, after entering a freeway ramp and traveling the wrong direction. So I think that she had said something to the cop along the lines of like, I was following a friend and they got lost. And every time she's been arrested, the cops have said that she's been super cooperative and very honest. And so at this time, she admitted to smoking marijuana and taking some Vicodin. So she was sentenced to four days in jail but only served 82 minutes due to overcrowding, which is going to be a theme in today's list. 82 minutes? Why even bother bringing her in? Fuck. She went in there for lunch? (laughs) (laughs) She went there for lunch. What the fuck? Pretty much. But I I don't know how you can, like, maneuver a car to go on a freeway ramp 
the wrong direction. I just don't understand how it happens. Um, I mean, I can see you taking the wrong exit, but there's usually signage and shit. But but she was on, like, I mean, you can drive to some extent. I can't anymore. I used to be able to drive smoking weed. Can't anymore. For some reason, my vision gets all fucking weird. I feel like I'm going to crash. Not how do they test that? Um, if you are high, how do they test... I mean, you can test. The thing is, you can't test if you're high right now. You, you, you can just test that it's in your blood, but you can't test that you're smoking weed right the second. But you can see the signs. But the thing is, uh, like you said, she was on Vicodin. So you combine weed and Vicodin, both downer. She I was probably a little bit slower than usual. You know, like, hello, officer. It's me, Nicole. You know, I'm... We're all young. We all make mistakes. And Nicole Rich is the only one on this list. And I'm like, I'm so happy you're doing well. Because everyone else is like, eh, they're okay. But Nicole Richie, I'm like, <laughs> girl. Fuck. You said she did heroin or meth? Which one was heroin. it? That's, that's scary. Those are, we just did the drugs episode a couple weeks ago, you guys. And that was specifically, specifically yeah. on our do not try list. Like, those are like, come on, man. Like, how? Bad this news. is like when, you're bad, when your life is not going that well, drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? You're rich. You're literally Lionel Richie's daughter. Uh, you're on TV. You got TV shows. Life is good. You're living the dream. People I like love you. Lionel Richie too. You're you're attractive. You're talented. What the fuck are you doing? Fucking no. Come on, no. Don't 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 do that. Just don't do that. <laughs> I love my manscaped all year long, but especially going into summer. Because believe it, boys, you don't want your hair down below poking out that speedo when you're trying to show off that summer bottom vacation this year. Manscaped is dedicating to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to run out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or the treasure chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. Their trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair and loose skin and to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough. Inside the performance package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. And no one likes nose hairs. So their package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. And you also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped Boxers. If you're wearing sandals, you also need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. So do yourself a favor and always use the right tool for the job. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Oh, yeah. Is the next one on your list attractive and talented? Um, well, I'd like to think in a perfect world it used to be. But here's the thing. He ended up living life all by himself. 
because I'm talking about Eric Carmen, who is a name that these days might not sound so familiar, but you ask your parents who the fuck that is, and they'll be like, no way. Oh, my it's the guy who wrote All By Myself. All by myself. Just want to be all by myself anymore. It's a good song. So like, when I saw this on the list, Eric Carmen, I was thinking. Did you think Eric Carmen? Hey, yeah. hey, I'm not a cat. You wear respect my John Hey. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a funny one, but I didn't know. Well, it was actually song. gonna be a hilarious one because no, uh, he's had more than one DUI, but I'm just gonna cover his first one here because this is the one that to be honest is very entertaining. Uh, this happened in March 2007. Uh, he hit a mailbox and then a sign before parking on someone's front lawn. So literally, like, and I've seen, I've, I saw the DUI video. His car is like right on their fucking lawn. Like, like you have a perfectly good yeah. spot here to park, right, right next to the house. Nope, right in all of it. It looks like it may have any even raining. So he fucked up all this shit. Uh, <laughs> But then the greatest thing about it is that you see the cops questioning him on video and like he knows that he wants to be honest with them, but he knows that being honest with them is going to get him in trouble. So he just tries to delay any answer we get. So the cops will be like, uh, Mr. Mr. Carmen, uh, how much have you had to drink, sir? And he just starts going like, uh, if you carry the three, so how much did you have to drink? Uh, well, two martinis. <laughs> Are you sure that's all you had to drink? Uh, well, maybe three. <laughs> now, some places put like three ounces of. Vodka and a martini. Uh, I mean, it's, it's to strong. be fair, if you order two drinks and the bartender fucking gets you hammered, and I guess that's good service, but that's technically, it's not your fault. You ordered two drinks. It was just, you know, all vodka. Yeah. But yeah. he just knew. And I mean, I'm sure he was shit house. Like when you, when you're driving to the point where you're hitting shit, you don't know where the fuck you're parking. <laughs> he was definitely more than two martinis deep. To be fair, martinis are straight of vodka, so he could have been on that. <laughs> and if it's well, muddy, it means it's probably raining. That's not good. He's probably like, officer, these mudslides as of late. And the officers are like, those are your tire tracks yeah. on this nice person's oh, Oh, Maybe I shouldn't have those six martinis. I thought you said it was three martinis. Oh! Again, officer, pay attention. If you carry the three, okay, follow me. If you carry the three. Man. Uh, so yeah, Eric Carmen. I just that's and that's the guy that I mean I had definitely hadn't heard on the news about him much, you know, at all. But uh when you're making those sound effects, like what the fuck was what is that delay tactic? Ah! Like, do you have to take a shit, sir? Maybe. <laughs> do you have one of those like too. those little anal vibrators that someone plays with like a cell phone and like, oh please turn it off. It's not funny. <laughs> you know what? They have these new like, like vibrators for ladies. Maybe I guess a guy could use it too. But you, when it's inserted, the app on your phone directs you to use your tongue to direct the pattern that is put onto the the veggie veggie. 
So you're t- oh. you're licking your your phone. A B C D E F. I don't know that I would want that. I don't want to lick my phone. I take my phone in the bathroom and shit. I'm in there pooping, <sighs> playing Wordle. <laughs> Can you imagine being at work and being like, "Hey guys, sorry, my wife's on the phone. Let me take this real quick." Uh, Johnson, finish that presentation. Wait, I said one second, please. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gross, dude. And then people like borrow each other's phones. I mean, if it's, it's like someone's phone, it's covered in spit. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Your phone smells like Fritos. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, I was going down on my wife earlier. <laughs> dude, brush your teeth in the conference you room. Oh god. Well, yeah, you guys think perverts are gonna ruin that? So I don't know. Yeah. That's not something I read. <laughs> The next one I have, I actually like this girl too. She's the only Kardashian that I do like. Her name is Chloe. And Chloe's uh her issues with the law were, were unfortunately for her documented. Fortunately for us, unfortunately for her, it was documented on her reality her reality TV show. Um Keeping Fortunately up for them too, they made a ton of money on that oh, DUI. Sure. Most of Keeping us up with the Kardashians. Pay court fees, an expensive lawyer. They yeah. don't get paid by E Network to fucking yeah. You, know, you know, she had a lot on her mind, and she was an angry kid, and she lost her dad. And I, you know, I sympathize with that. So she was arrested in 2007 for a DUI. She was ordered to do community service and alcohol classes, but she didn't go to all of her classes because of her busy schedule. So the judge gave her zero leeway for being a celebrity, which I think is amazing. And was like, you got to go to jail for 30 days. Uh, Because of overcrowding, which my understanding is a very big issue in LA. So guys, if you're going to break the law, do it in LA. Um, (laughs) She served three hours. And I think this is documented on season one of, and season three of, Keep up with the Kardashians. So one season she got arrested, another season she, I think she had to go to jail for three hours. But again, why fucking bother bringing her in for three? At that point, maybe that's why there's like fucking overcrowded because you're bringing in all these assholes for 17 minutes and everything's fucking crowded. Like what? Like what do you do? You get processed. That takes like an hour. You yeah. get brought into your cell. And you sit in there, and then your roommate's like, I'm going to fuck you in the ass with a broomstick, bitch. When we get out to the yard, and then literally you hear the door click. Here we go, Miss Kardashian. You're out before the roommate rapey spiels over. Like, what? Why even bring her in? And I and I think that um, I think that you only get out early if you have a nonviolent crime, which I understand. Right. But I wonder if it's just like to prove a point. They're like, we're going to make sure this person goes to jail so we don't look like hypocrites. So don't you worry. This person's getting locked up. And then after 45 <laughs> minutes, we're like, okay, we made our point, I guess. Okay. We hope we didn't uh, obstruct your brunch plans for today. Chloe, have fun. No, I don't know. It's like, well, we locked her up. And then, you know, like, how can you say no to that face? And you just pan over and she's like. <laughs> uh, the well-constructed face. Because, you know, the Kardashians think of their genetics as like a mere suggestion. And then they just like go to town. Yeah, they do not look anything like they looked when they were born. I'll tell you how much. Uh, the mom is like, look at your face. Whose face is this? I don't know who it is. I just love it so much. So pretty. Courtney's my favorite because she looks like she got the least amount of work done. And I also think she's like the most attractive. Honestly, She's also dead behind the eyes. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, 
you know, married to being married to Scott Disick will do that to you. I feel like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely have a crush on her and, uh, and Kendall's the one that's a model, right? Um, Kendall's the model. Kylie is, yes. <laughs> yes Kendall's Kendall. one of the top models in the world. Um, Kylie is a billionaire, like makeup mogul. Good for her. Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. Cause like, if you're going to trust someone's makeup advice, it's going to be her. Look at that face. It's totally different. <laughs> yeah, but damn, she looks good. Good for her. She does look great. I'm like, but I thought she was pretty before. Here's the thing. She was just like, like in her quote unquote awkward stage. I think she would have just grown into like another super hot woman. She, need she actually, believe it or not, is one of the faces I brought to my nose surgeon when he asked me for <laughs> inspiration i had a lot of faces i was like i like all these noses and she was one of them i was like i think she's really pretty i don't want to look just like that because i'm a man i don't i want to have some masculinity but if i woke up looking like this i wouldn't be mad i mean she went from white to puerto rican and like three easy steps <laughs> oh i was referring to the bone structure not her skin tunnel that was problematic <laughs> Steve came in with a little brown face. <laughs> so can you add that to the Oh no. Okay, sorry. Uh she's like, my sisters are dark. Yeah, because your half sisters are half Armenian, you crackhead. Yeah, exactly. And they go tanning a lot and they It's know. like, yeah, like Kylie, your two moms are white as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're Bruce's kid at the time, you know, like that was like the whitest man ever. Ever. He was so white. He was he was literally in a box of Wheaties, bro. Like that's like the whitest shit you can do. Be on Wheaties boxes. So. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna get them jeans. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just shows to uh, goes to show you guys wherever you're at, anywhere in the world. Uh you're not ugly. You're just poor. So <laughs> keep working at it. <laughs> you're not ugly. You're you're just broke. <laughs> You can just afford whatever you want. It'll come. But being poor is also ugly. So, <laughs> well, you pie, you can't pie. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you just did uh, Miss Chloe Kardashian, and I'm going to move on to uh, this is one that was honestly at the time. I think I, I think I gave the kid shit. Because I was in my hater stage with Justin Bieber. But if you think about it, this is pretty cool. Uh, Justin Bieber was pulled over in Miami and charged with drunk driving, resisting arrest, and driving without a valid license in 2014. He was uh, eight at that time. <laughs> Continue. He, he was four years old. <laughs> uh, uh, police say they saw him driving a yellow Lamborghini. In a street race before they pulled him over. And uh, according to Miami Beach police, uh, the Beebs argued with officials during the arrest, uh, failed a field sobriety test, which led to the resisting arrest, uh, drug driving charges, blah, blah, blah. But what a great um, story to have from your youth. I mean, you know I mean? I'm not gonna lie. at the time I was like, ah, that kid, blah, blah, blah. But like, he must have been like 17 or something. It's like, that's fucking yeah. cool. That's like, <laughs> that's amazing. That's like, I wish I did they that. Like, they literally are about to end the Fast and the Fears franchise after like 10 or 11 fucking movies. And that's exactly what I'm going to go pay uh, $11.95 in a movie theater or whatever the fuck it is to watch. So I gave it to the beast, man. That, 
pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. I mean, Drunk driving is never cool, you guys, unless you have a Lamborghini. <laughs> I I don't want anybody to get hurt, but like, if you're young and you're on the top of the world and you have access to a Lamborghini, why wouldn't you want to see how fast it goes? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you? And if you have access to all this, you know, alcohol and drugs and stuff. I mean, I can understand how if you're young, you would make a mistake. Like, you should have had better supervision. Usher, you should have paid closer attention to your your little butt boy. <laughs> Justin was probably driving uh, Usher on his way to pick up his Valtrex, though. So Usher was just like, speed up, yeah. it's itchy. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> For record, I love Usher, but, you know. <laughs> Usher's like, do you know, know what it's like to have burning pee? And Bieber's <laughs> like... I know what it's like to have burning pee in my mouth, <laughs> but I don't know what it's like to pee burning pee. I know the taste. Thanks, Usher. <laughs> I know what it tastes like. Well, my next one uh, might shock some people because we know him as Tim, the tool man, Taylor. As like, he was like America's dad. And he also... He was in Toy Story. Who was he? Bob or something? Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Bob, Bob. He was Buzz Lightyear. And um, he was in Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. And, he, and he's back as the Santa Claus on Disney+. Plus. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, he really was so it. lovable. Yeah. So he, um, before we get to his DUI, he actually, oh, wait, I could be wrong, but I think he was born, his name at birth was, Timothy Allen Dick. So you already kind of <laughs> knew that, you know. So I guess you can uh, go to Hollywood as a uh, Timothy Dick. Yeah. <laughs> or Timmy Dick. I don't know. I don't know where you go for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Tummy Dick. Okay. <laughs> so back in the day, and this is in Michigan, I believe. I think this is in like the Kalamazoo airport in 1978. He was arrested in this airport in Michigan for selling cocaine or attempting to sell cocaine to an undercover police officer. So he was part of this huge Midwest, like drug bust. He and his partner in crime had over just two of them had over 650 grams of cocaine on them. So he was facing a life sentence because this is a big deal. He was facing, you know, it's crazy. He actually graduated with a degree in, Oh shit, what was it? He has a bachelor. I mean, he's educated from a couple years prior. Um, so he uh, was facing a life sentence, and then they got him to snitch on some other drug dealers. So he got his sentence reduced to like three to seven years um, for being a bitch snitch. And then I believe that he only served like two years and four months. But if you fast forward to like 1997, he was arrested for a DUI in Michigan and he entered rehab. The following year has been sober ever since. But Tim Allen, if you're listening to me, get out of Michigan. My God, they're on your tail, bro. They're watching you get out of Michigan. All right. I mean, shit, 650 grams. That's millions of dollars of cocaine these days. Millions. And like, I mean, I have to think of what this would look like. Like, like a like an eight ball is like which is you know three point five grams. It's probably something like that big. I'm googling how much is one gram of cocaine. Let's see. Or it would what say is... one gram. It would tell you the price. 
But this is 3.5 grams of ball like this. Multiply this times 200. I mean, it's like more than a trunk of a car. What did he get put? He got arrested. Oh, in Michigan airport. Like, what the fuck? Did he have like a full van of this? Like several suitcases? It was. That's so much cocaine, Tim Allen. What the fuck, Timmy? Was he like. (laughs) 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 It says, according to the 2020 National Drug Threat Assessment, the average retail price in 2019 for one gram of cocaine was $200. Well, that's like good cocaine. (laughs) That's not the shit you get in the streets. Uh, Not that I get it on the streets, but you know. You can get like a bag for like 50 bucks. So 650 no, grams. I guess it's not grams. millions of dollars. I guess it's more like a few, maybe a. Well, maybe no, a, it probably. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They take those 650 grams of cocaine and they cut it with whatever, uh, cutting, you know, sometimes baking soda and shit. Battery and acid, fentanyl. <laughs> I mean, now they, they do all kinds of awful things to get the test yeah. strips, guys. Um, but you make you turn that 650 grams of cocaine into at least 1,200 grams of cocaine, and maybe even more. So, I mean, fuck, that's, that's a, a, at least a million dollars back then, I think, that they could make. Maybe. That's wild. Tim Allen. Damn, Tim Allen's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Arr, arr, arr. Maybe that's why Wilson never showed his face on the show. <laughs> yeah, because he was a supplier. <laughs> yeah, he was a narc. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe um, I think he had a feud with John and Taylor Thomas. Maybe John and Taylor Thomas was like, no, Dad, I don't want to snort coke off your dick, bro. This is the last time <laughs> I'm done. I will not put eight grams of cocaine up my ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the younger brother, the goth one, was like, I'll do it. Yeah. I just want attention. <laughs> yeah. But he was the weird one. Anywho, who's your next one? Your next one's a good one. Uh, so this one will be the last one on my list. Uh, this is a, some might say, the greatest golfer of all time. Uh, we're talking about Tiger Woods. Not Donald Trump. No. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> close. It was very close. Close second. Now, Tiger Woods is, of course, a uh, 14-time major champion in the golf world but uh apparently a terrible driver you guys <laughs> because he, he's had quite the issues with the law behind the wheel uh but in this particular one i'm talking about uh his arrest in may of 2017 which happened happened in jupiter florida where uh the rich go to get fucked up and have a good time uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> Police records say that uh, officers found Tiger sleeping inside his running vehicle on the side of the road with the brake lights and right turn indicator on. Super dangerous. Uh, The tires on the driver's side were flat and the rims had minor damage, which means he definitely drove over some curb or something. Oh, Uh, shit. According to officials, there were other scuffs all around the vehicle. 
The police report said that once he was awakened, his speech was super slurred and he confessed to taking medications. And later he said that he had an unexpected reaction to prescribed medication. However, toxicology report revealed that he had four different drugs in his system, including painkillers, sleep drugs, and weed, which was legal in Florida. But uh, a month later, he checked himself into rehab and, you know, he made a comeback and, I already kind of forgot about that until the whole, you know, thing with his wife later. Yeah, <laughs> a big thing with his wife. But <laughs> I like how he was like, oh, yes, I had an unexpected reaction to uh, prescribed medication. Yeah, motherfucker, you're on painkillers, sleep drugs, and weed. <laughs> driving a car. Now, that's not the unexpected reaction when you're driving. No, that is the exact expected reaction. Uh, when you take that, like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen, dude? <laughs> oh, tiger, tiger, tiger. What happened, dude? You used to be cool. <laughs> well, speaking of someone who used to be cool, my last one has quite a long laundry list of, um, of run-ins with the cops. So I'm going to give the history of Lindsay Lohan and her um, rap sheet in three minutes or less. You ready for this? In three minutes or less? Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Right, hold on. I, feel like, I feel like she's pretty romantic. Uh, so we got to, we got to hit her a little. There we go. This is the history. Here we go. Lindsay Lohan. Hit and timing. Okay. May 2007. DUI. She spent 45 days in the treatment center. July 2007, DUI, possession of cocaine and driving without a license. She was stopped by the cops after tracing her assistant's mother in a car. Crazy. Um, She spent one day in jail, community service, alcohol education, and three years probation. She also stayed in rehab for three months and then served 84 minutes of that one day sentence uh, because of overcrowding. 84 minutes, of course. Yes. October 2009, probation extended a year because she missed some alcohol classes and court appearances as she was busy. Uh, May 2010, she missed a court date, which was her DUI progress hearing. She was sentenced, sentenced to nine days in rehab and nine days in jail, but she served 14 because of overcrowding and then went to rehab but only served 23 of the 90 days. September 2010, she failed a drug test and probation was revoked. She spent a day in jail and then was sent to Betty Ford Center for a few months. February so 2000, <laughs> I know. February 2011, she um, stole jewelry from a store. She was sentenced to 120 days in jail and community service, but she served 35 days of house arrest because of overcrowding. November 11th, I'm sorry, November 2011, sentenced to 30 days in jail because she didn't do all the community service, but only served five hours because of overcrowding. September 2012, arrested for fleeing the scene of an accident, but the charges were dropped. November 2012, arrested for assaulting a woman at a nightclub, but the district attorney decided not to prosecute. March 2013, Lohan pleaded no contest to reckless driving and lying to law enforcement after June 2012 car accident. She turned herself into authorities and was released shortly after. She was sentenced to nine days in a treatment center and she spent nine days in rehabilitation. May 2015, 
Judge ended Lohan's probation after she completed the community service stemming from her 2012 reckless driving arrest. This would make it the first time in almost eight years that Lohan was probation free. And here's a snapple fact. Someone stole Julie from her house. They stole a bunch of Julie from a lot of celebrities. And I believe that at one point she was in a jail cell and shared a wall next to the person that stole from her. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there's actually a, a Netflix documentary where those people tell their stories, which I'm blanking on the name, but it was like a big deal. So uh, Netflix doesn't need any fucking promotion help from us. So look yeah, at it if you're interested in that story. And also, there was a movie made of it. I'm trying to think who was in it. It was like some one super famous, but maybe Lucy Hale or something like that was in oh, it. Oh, really? But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that that whole thing. The, the the Netflix documentary is pretty good. It's like four different episodes. They go through all the different celebs they robbed. They robbed Paris Hilton. Uh, and this is when, it, for example, we were talking about the $200 cocaine grams. Paris Hilton was getting the $200 cocaine grams. I'm they sure. The baby, when they broke into her house, they got her coke, and they said that they did her coke, and it was like being in heaven. It was like, this is not the same cocaine that we could get. Uh-huh. That's celebrity cocaine, and they like they just felt like they were fucking like on top of the world. So that was the two hundred dollar gram of cocaine. Find a celebrity. <laughs> speaking of being in heaven, a moment ago when you were talking, my mom knocked on the door and asked, "Honey, do you want another beer?" No, okay, okay, let me know. Okay, okay, honey, have fun with your little podcast. A <laughs> <laughs> little podcast that is blowing the fuck up, Mama Mo. We had some more big numbers, which I'll tell you. After uh, we hang up this call, because I don't want to you know, be braggadocious on the air just yet. Nice. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know, you guys. That was our list of celebrity and Deweys. DUIs. Let us know if there's any that you thought we missed. There's any. Let us know if there's any that you yourself loved on the list. Uh, uh, because this is a topic. Here's the thing about celebs. <laughs> in hollywood they're still partying and they're still a little entitled sometimes so uh let us know if there's any that you would like us to cover and we will definitely revisit this topic until then give us a follow on all social channels at frat chat podcast that's on instagram that's on facebook that's on twitter that's on youtube Give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube, and Carlos Does World on Twitter. And make sure to give my buddy over there a good follow as well. That's Mr. Chris Simo Moore. Follow him on Instagram at chris.moore.comedy and on TikTok. And follow him on Twitter as well at C Moore Comedy. Then maybe he'll stop doing those faces on the air. <laughs> and until then. Uh, see, we still never covered of him doing monkey faces and racist, but you know, we never will. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Until then, we'll be back next week with another epic episode of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts in time, the Frat Chat Podcast. So, Mr. Mo, why don't you get us out of here? I'm, I've motioned to adjourn this meeting so I can throw a few back and get behind the wheel. Like, I asked the cop, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna say they're gonna say, no, look at my idea. No, no idea. Sorry. <laughs> well you guys, uh, while Simo hits the wheel, I suck it!
because someone's got to bail him out. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll be back next week with another episode of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.